Hello, my name is Will Brazier and welcome to Middle of the Road. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to football in the Midlands. We'll be debating all the weekend's major talking points and delving deep into the past by creating our ultimate Midlands eleven. Each week I'm joined by a regular panel as I test them on their knowledge. And at the end of the show, I'll be picking a winner based on who has impressed me the most. So let's meet them first. Is a man who is part of a local footballing dynasty, Ryan Molesworth. Hello, William. A bit red in the face, outdoors, right. a bit of sunshine. Yeah, been outside. Not embarrassed to be here, are you? No, it's been, been lovely outside today. Bit of handball for yourself? Yeah, some handball, handball tournament went well. Yeah? Uh, didn't put any sun cream on. No. Should have set a proper example, I suppose. If you're going out in the sun, what would you say? I'd say... Use sun cream. I like a uh, zinc stick. Well, yeah. I bet you do, Josh, and that's yeah, the voice nice. of Josh Mitchell. Yeah, the nice, nice lines. Nice weekend in London nice supporting nice. the Albion. Uh, yeah, really good, mate. Really good result. Uh, probably best result in London over the weekend. Were you using a zinc stick at Sellers Park? No, no, I was actually in the shade. Oh, that's all right then. But sometimes you think yeah. you're in the shade and you're still getting. Yeah, we actually had a terrible view. Did you? Yeah, it's not, a, not the best ground I've been to. Finally, the best left back in the Midlands combination, Division Two, Number Three, Matt Collins. Good evening, Will. You're not so red in the face. No, we, we spent the weekend inside watching. He had, he had too much zinc sticker. Yeah, <laughs> we've been we were together watching the Villa, weren't we? You wanted to watch Syria. No, I didn't. I did nil nil. Did it? A good atmosphere. No, it was a great good atmosphere. Was it actually for a nil nil? I watched it. It was a good game. Anyway, <laughs> onto the football, the real stuff. And we begin, as we always do, with our ultimate Midlands eleven, where the boys fight it out to get players included in the greatest eleven from our region. Last week, Dwight got in the team. So who's going to terrible choice that was? Dwight is in the team. Yeah, the old elevens. You go from one to nine. It's a terrible team. (laughs) Who are you going for first? Matt Collins. Going to kick it off with. Trevor Francis. Were you tugging at my heartstrings already? You going for the win? Uh, everyone knows a little bit about Trevor Francis, I'm Do sure. Do they? I'm not sure everyone would, Matt, but enlighten the listeners. Uh, well, he, he joined Birmingham City as a schoolboy, and he quickly rose, uh, had a rise in status, um, being given his first team debut at just 16 years old in the Birmingham City team. Uh, he scored four goals, then went on to score four goals in a game against Bolton. Four goals in one game? Before his 17th birthday. Last That's time impressive. I saw four goals in a game... From a 16-year-old. From a 16-year-old would have been <laughs> um, Josh Mitchell at Harris Bushworks. Yeah, in the yeah, top division in, or was it all in Division 2 at that time? Probably Division... No, yeah, they, were, no, they were floating around that Division 2, Division 1 at that stage. Well, still at a Six high level, yeah. yeah. Puts you on the map as a 16-year-old anyway. And it, he, Didn't, uh, what's his name, do that last season? Um, the guy on loan. Oh, United. Jesse Lingard, correct, Josh. Yeah. It's his debut as well, wasn't it? Yeah, extra points for you there, Where's good bit of knowledge. He's at Derby County at the moment with their promotion push. But back to Francis, Sir Trev. So he carried on that season. He he actually made 22 appearances and he scored 15 goals as a 16-stroke 17-year-old in in 22 games. Good. He um, obviously had an eight-year spell at Birmingham and he went on to score 119 goals for the club. But then he went on to do something that no one had done before, did he, Matt? He did. Um, He was the first player to be sold for a seven-figure sum. Between two English clubs. One million pound? One million. Just over, actually, I think. Just over, was it? And Wasn't a, it? One and a million penny, yeah. on what? Yeah. Yeah. And a shilling. And a tuppence. Tuppence. I know it was just over, so they made sure that it was over that million. And before that, um, the most that had been been 
exchange for a player between two English clubs was less than half that amount. Well, I mean, so, so obviously you've thought of highly by Nottingham Forest. Uh, I don't know, Josh. <laughs> Josh is just—I do what Josh is doing. He's testing the water. He likes. Way. He likes to test. He's being competitive. That's what Josh is doing. Well, obviously, he went no, on to not just reading my notes and he's seen that I haven't got it down. Oh, yeah. no, I don't like that. Josh just, points off. Just trying to points on for Lingard. Points <laughs> off for competitive <laughs> over the edge behaviour. Well, uh, Don Revy didn't seem to mind what year that that million pound fee came in because he he gave a uh, gave him his uh, England debut. Yes, and he went on to make fifty-one more caps for England. And scoring twelve goals for for them, and that's that's pretty impressive. Fifty one. It's in the seventies because in the seventies they they, they didn't qualify for um, a major tournament though, did no, they? No. So no. we kind of maybe came at the wrong time. Yeah, seventy four. The Scots football. sort of dominated English football no. at that point. Gordon Ar- Archie Gemmell. Mm, it was said that at the time he he was um, Birmingham's sort of standout player, and they they really if he if they managed to get a few better players yeah. then, then they would have gone on to do a few things because they got to a few semi-finals in the cups he had them never, on the back never quite got there so maybe uh, same same for England and they ended up having to wait till uh, just a couple of years ago yeah. for what? for a cup yeah we, we did Josh when was the last cup you won? Uh, 68 yeah thank you So that he, was, he was involved in taking them to a final though as manager in 2002 yes the Worthington Cup final yeah where they lost to him and Andy Andy Johnson babysitting Andy Johnson well he was in tears himself actually right Darren Purse so he he has been uh, also manager for Birmingham City and he was there for for five years actually still a legend at the club today he was there on Trevor Francis Day when we played Forest this season as well we might have talked about that yeah he got a good reception on both ends he's also been a television pundit for Al Jazeera yeah they all go over there with a big money with a big players play Matt he's not a very good TV pundit though no He's always on like late night on like Spanish football as well. Did he play yeah. out in Spain? Um, I think he had a spell in America. America, yeah. that's fair. Perhaps he's yeah. part of that MLS coverage they're now producing yeah. on Sky Sports. So for you, he's an England international, the first million pound yeah, player. Yeah, just sort of breaking breaking yeah. records really. And yeah. the Champions League winner. Obviously, a lot of talent early on. So Trevor Francis for Matt Collins, but Josh Mitchell, who are you going for? Uh, <clears throat> well, he played two hundred and forty-one games for West Brom with eighty-one goals. Yes. 238 games for Coventry with 47 goals oh, just to let the listeners know you haven't actually told us who you're picking so it's no, a bit of competition don't tell us we'll guess 52 games for Aston Villa with 12 goals ok 19 games for Wolves with 2 goals what year is we talking anyone want to guess there quickly no Josh what year no, sweet. Uh, he played from 1977 oh. for 20 years 1977 oh no I know um, Kevin Phillips has just finished after playing 20 years, but I don't think he's played yeah. And he didn't start in 1977. No. <laughs> uh, I've actually gone for Cyril Regis. Well. Oh, oh big Cyril. Yeah, he, uh, he actually left school and started training to be an electrician. Yeah. Uh, didn't think he'd make it down the football route, and he was 19 playing semi-pro. Yeah. Before West Brom signed him for 5,000. Oh, so you could say he almost sparked into action. You could say that, well. He could. He, uh, he he was actually fully qualified as an electrician by the time he became a professional footballer. Well, you've always got to have something to fall back on. Football yeah. is a fickle business. But he uh, scored twice in his first team debut for West Brom, uh, and he then scored again in his following games. So I think he made a quick impression. A very quick impression. Um, and then we've spoken about the three degrees before. He became <laughs> one of them. He was England's third black player. Regis Cunningham. Brendan Batson. Uh, I didn't actually know that. Thanks for helping me out. So he became uh, England's third full black international. Uh, so he was pushing those 
boundaries have been break down barriers. Uh, he won PFA Young Player of the Year as part of that team. What year? 1978. See, well prepared. Uh, he well, won was got, a good goal of the season for scoring a screamer against Norwich in the FA Cup. Uh, it's just like match of the day goal of the season yeah. though, like because. As we know, there wasn't obviously cameras at every ground. There was this, no, so some of the efforts yeah. are. That's, yeah. But if you, average. See, if you see this one, it's is it a good? Is it a, a standout winner? Yeah, that's all right. Uh, some of them are just passing moves. That and he also attacking, scored a, a very famous winner at Old Trafford in a five-three win for West Brom. Oh, um, a lot of West Brom fans would recognise the commentary from it. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, he then uh, moved moved on, obviously, to Coventry, where he won the FA Cup. Uh, in 1987 and then went on to play for Villa and, and Wolves as well oh lovely stuff so that's yeah. why Cyril Regis should be yeah and he now even has an MBA wow yeah. what's that for uh, he's for his services to football he's actually also in the Hall of Fame for both West Brom and Coventry didn't you when you were telling me earlier he works down at Barry Beard sometimes part time oh yeah he's an electrician yes yeah. that's yeah. fine right, right, most recently he rode from uh, Southampton to the Hawthorns this year from lazy why not try London to Paris am I right yeah. lads up top <laughs> actually, actually covered more miles than we did did he shut your mouth <laughs> right moving on <laughs> Ryan Molesworth who have you gone for in the Midlands 11? I'm uh, going for Andy Gray. Yeah. What a bloke. Clasps his hand with a big smile on his face because I know where we're going. Well, I've always been a, a fan of Andy Gray. On or off the pitch? We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, he actually he moved to Villa from Dundee United at 19 and became the Golden Boot winner in 76-77 in with 25 goals at, at that age. And he was actually, the following season, was PFA Young Player of the Year okay. and... PFA players player. So you've already trumped Josh's Regis card there. And he was actually scored not twenty nine goals that season. And that double award yes. wasn't equaled until thirty years on by Ronaldo. Uh, right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, and Gareth Bale did it as well. But um Will Harry Kane do it? Not a discussion no. for our podcast to be had. Ryan Ryan moving on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he was obviously got straight in there and was, um, did very well early doors with Villa in the in the top division. Uh, but he actually moved to Wolves for a record 1.5 million and scored the winning goal in the 1980 League Cup final. Okay, and had a successful two seasons after with Everton before returning to Villa and even had a spell at West Brom, scoring 10 in 35 games. A very nice ratio. And actually finished his playing career at Cheltenham. Did he? Didn't know that either. In the they were in the conference at the time, so yeah. he actually must have um, must have been around the Midlands area for for quite a while. So playing wise, obviously was uh, what I used to like about him. Some, something I've seen from Matty Matty over there actually loved the diving header. Nice strong neck muscles. Yeah, str- very strong neck muscles, and uh, those are the time. I can't remember what what fo- uh, final it was. Oh where, no, uh, we're st- full times up there according to you, right? Where. Um, Keeper's got it in his hands, and those were the days where it was starting to to come out where you could give him a charge, charge. Give him a charge and it would all be fine. And there was a um, debatable goal which Gray scored out the keeper's hands, which led to the rules kind of been changing. Oh, okay, but he has been in and out of the spotlight since, yep. as we all may know. He was banned for one game for an incident uh, about Sean Massey as the linesman. Banned when, for um, one game. Yeah, they got they got banned off uh, him and and Keith. Um, they got banned for one game for their comments about Sean Massey yeah, and yeah. her not knowing the offside rule 
and also very um, sexist and also Grey saying he wasn't very impressed with the looks yeah um, shouldn't be bought into it should it no however contract was terminated a month later whilst um, some footage was unearthed dealing with uh, Charlotte Jackson Sky Sports News presenter who was fiddling with a, a microphone okay I've seen this one and Andy Gray actually just lifted up his belt and said Charlotte can you tuck this down here for me no, not nice to see in a professional environment. <laughs> and, uh, but all that um, aside, did get himself into trouble. I did really like him as a commentator. Would you say he broke down the barriers, the punditry, much like Alan Hansen on Match Yeah, because that was at the time when, when Sky was brought in and obviously there was a lot of coverage from those games. I just liked his uh, his passion and he was... He um, was a yeah, pioneer for drawing on the board, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, loved the drawing on the board and the um, really getting it out of, out of the managers, sort of their emotions and stuff like that after the game. Uh, one with um, Keegan. Keegan springs to mind, but he's a real family man. He, he actually has five children with uh, four different women. Um, <laughs> and on oh, I did not know that in February two thousand twelve, he does live in Doha though. So. Yeah, he lives in Katana. In uh, February two thousand twelve, Gray oh, actually wow. married married someone called Rachel Lewis, who was uh, an ex model and former wife of his longtime friend and his old agent. I thought you were say from a former wife of Richard Keyser. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, not so, afraid to put one in on these old mates. Yeah, yeah no, so no. Get him in the team, he's ruthless. Okay. And he scores goals. Well, I have got to make a decision as I always do as we come to this point. You will look at me with those eyes that make me wonder. Just is this saying this... Grey and York. Grey and York, yeah. Well, damage. Maybe a partnership for a night out, but for me it's going to be Trevor Francis that partners Dwight York up front. Congratulations, Matt Collins. Thanks, Will. It's all right. It's a good start from the mole boy, but some nice answers all around there. I reckon they get the best out of each other, York and Francis. Yeah, I reckon swap Bosnich for Gray in a four-way. Yeah, and a cross-dressing four-way. I reckon oh, Francis would tame. More on that later. I'd really quite like to see York and Gray. Up <laughs> what on a night out or in a, a footballing scenario? Yeah, it would be, it would be a bit short. Headlines around now, as I like to call it, Stan Lazaridis. The boys pitch their headlines from the big game at the weekend as they compete for the middle of the road. Back page, and there's only one place to start, and it's at Wembley. It's Aston Villa 2, Liverpool 1. Josh Mitchell, what's uh, your headline? My headline, Will, is from villains to heroes. Okay, very nice. Just simple yeah. but effective. Ryan Molesworth? What a fab day. Yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. Matt Collins? Uh, right off the top, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of things wrong with Dale. It's about the only word that does. Yeah. I'll take it for a last minute decision there that you've done very well so it was 2-1 to Villa did we see that coming we didn't call it on the predictions Ryan Molesworth you're a Liverpool fan I didn't see see that coming but I did say it wasn't too confident no just because there doesn't seem to be like a set system from Liverpool at the moment they obviously Sturridge is injured Lallana's been injured Sterling playing up front I don't well they had three strikers on the bench but Sterling started up top which still bemuses me today I don't I don't think it was a shock result. No, it wasn't a shock result. On, form, uh, on current form, Villa have sort of been picking picking yeah. up their form and Liverpool have sort of been... And is that the perfect in, game for Sherwood, in, going in as underdogs and he's just that mad motivator, isn't it? In recent isn't seasons, Villa have beaten Liverpool a few times. At Anfield as well, wasn't yeah. yeah. They've really bullied them and Ben Teke always seems to get the better of Skirt. Uh, what did you think of him of deploying the two kind of... Number nine, number ten roll right, and Zogbio and Grealish was there, kind of causing havoc for Gerard yeah, and Gerard. Literally from the from the word go, they'd put three on on the back three, pretty much put them up against it. 
Uh, Benteke bullied. Benteke didn't move more. from Emre Chan. No. It was like Benteke it was, was like left. Chan. Yeah. They, they knew he was the weakest in the air. He'd been out with injury as well. Chan as well. Suspension. Suspension. Suspended. But. Yeah, they, he'd obviously pinpointed that because Lovren and Skirtle would have loved the battle. Cham, yeah. obviously not even a, a centre-half anyway. But, no. um, yeah, you could see they targeted that and tried to get Grealish and and, uh, and Zogbia round him. But they were positive. An from, early from uh, an early, early ref watch, Josh Mitchell, Balotelli's disallowed goal late on. Uh, yeah, ter- terrible decision, Will. Uh, he was quite clearly a couple of yards on side. Uh, he actually took it down really well and... Nice finish, but I don't think Liverpool deserved to no. to take it to extra time. No, not at all. And a standout performance from Fabian Delph, who's, who's had that in him, but <clears> to see it on the big stage after making an early mistake and going on to almost galvanise his team, Matt Collins. Yeah, I felt he started a little slow. I think we both we, we both picked said up on that. it, didn't and we? And then uh, once he yeah, once he got go, once the confidence started building, he really took took a hold of the whole team and and uh, had a major part to play in both the goals. So. Even the uh, even the Liverpool goal came against the Bremer play. Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah. They had been dominating. Mm. And that was out of a mistake as um, well, wasn't it? And to, they could have easily lot, dropped dropped their heads when they went one nil down about five minutes till half time. I think if anything that but, spurred uh, them on then. Yeah, but they reacted well to it. So they move on back to Wembley again to play Arsenal in the FA Cup final. But how will this affect their league form in the running four or five games remaining? Well, we just saw they got got Man City on the, the weekend, haven't they? Which... Good time to play Man City. It's, it's a good time to play Man City, but do they maybe? I don't know when it is it. They other fixtures they've got Burnley last game. We're always going to look to. You'd want um, to get it sorted before then, surely. Yeah, then, obviously. What, uh, what happened with Hull last year is once they were in the final, they they were really poor. Switched off. A lot of players don't want to get did, don't want to get injured. Yeah. We've seen it with Blues. Well, it's, it's a welcome distraction as well, isn't it? You yeah. Kind of, so you sort of put the. Your other games to the back of your mind. So they're already there, aren't they? With the final, the final's just a bonus, and it's so nice to see. It's it. very late on. It's the last it's game. It's the thirtieth of May. Yeah, it's like yeah, after the yeah. league's finish. So. so yeah, I think they'll be focused. That'll work in their benefit almost. The um, other headlines we mentioned: Joshy at Sellers Park for a, an unexpected win. Some of us called it. Yeah, but you didn't see it coming. Unexpected win. Um, I think the early goal really played into our hands. Uh, a nicely worked corner routine actually that Pardew kind of yeah. said Pulis had maybe worked on the well, weaknesses of Palace he yeah, knew about it it's not the first time well we've scored the most goals in the league from set pieces um, so I don't necessarily think it was oh we know what Palace can nah. do defensively it was just terrible marking Morrison's all on his own uh, and, then the, the, and then Gardner give him space screamer. I know what he can oh. do from Blues and you've seen uh, it he's got a great strike on him he, he, does, he misses the target a lot as well but, but he, has al- he has always got it in it. Ryan Molesworth, is the playoff dreams over for Wolverhampton Wanderers? Not just yet, I don't think. No, still, obviously that the the big game that we mentioned last week, they had Middlesbrough. If they could have maybe just grabbed a, a point, that they were they're outplayed against Middlesbrough. Definitely one of the best teams in that division. And then they'd have gone to to Molyneux, needing to win. It would have been in their hands, and I honestly thought that they'd they'd win. They did have a, a lot of chances. Um, just couldn't convert convert anything. They were kind of chasing the game after going a goal down. Um, but they've got Wigan on the weekend, who arguably have got nothing to play for. So just the it might just safety. obviously going to be. I thought it's already safe, aren't they? No, already down. 
Uh, like it's on the verge of going. Well, down. I think they might be down by the weekend because Millwall play. That's, yeah, Rotherham. It depends on the results. Yeah. Though, no, Millwall play Blackburn. But um, I think it'll be a a Wolves win. It might go down to the last game. Obviously, there's depending on other results, but hopefully it'll go to the last game. They'll have a chance. Um, Matt Collins, we said Cheltenham. We all agreed Cheltenham were down, but there are two games to play. They're only a point off safety and chasing Hartlepool. They are, but um, by the looks of it. Cheltenham might have the tougher fixtures. They've got Shrewsbury next, who are looking for the one more win. They league champions. Uh, well, no promotion, sorry. Yeah, get quite guarantees and promotion. Hartlepool have got um, someone, someone Exeter. Oh, good knowledge, man. Yeah, yeah, which are, a good round today. We're a bit, bit further down the table. Obviously, they're mid-table. They got, they got really nothing to play for right Exeter. From. So Hartlepool could. So yeah, it all depends. Really, it's out of their hands. Really, now they can only. Just do what they can. Get the six up, points. Pick up some points. Yeah. Well, we get, it's obviously the PFA Player of the PFA Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year were announced the other day. But we're going to localise that. Give it a Midlands themes. Bit of a topical discussion on who we think is the Midlands Player of the Year from the all four divisions, or maybe even below. Ryan, have you got any? Early I, was, I was looking at maybe the the top teams just to start with. Yeah. But couldn't really. I mean, Josh obviously maybe give more on it but couldn't really pinpoint an Albion player really there wasn't no. I know Berahino had a good start but you wouldn't, a young you wouldn't player. test yeah wouldn't really mm. after, after the second half of the season haven't really Les Scott's been a good signing I suppose and has, has reassured things at the back but then again has been yeah, and I couldn't really pinpoint an Albion player and probably the same with Stoke as well there's not been anyone that's Bo- Bojan had a, had a good um, start this season yeah, but then again on. if he'd have kicked on you're not sure the youth had a good start the youth had a, yeah. Crouch had a good spell in the middle I think lots yeah. of players who had what about Begovic yeah arguably I suppose they were, um, but then that's, he's not done anything outstanding has he no. No. what about then, down in the championship championship I suppose Wolves have, have had again been mixed mixed bag and had, had good spells um, Danny uh, Bart Bart or Bath, you want to pronounce Bath. it? Has had a had quite a good season. So has Edwards, and then obviously a, the boys up top, Sacco yeah. and Afobi have, have scored. Afobi's scored a lot of goals. In second half of the season, Afobi's been uh, been For tremendous. Both, I think. Is is he still the top goal scorer in all divisions? I think, I think he is think at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. so we can't argue but with that. Bradshaw for Warsaw lads. Yeah, I'd give. He's I'd been give injured Bradshaw in and out of the team, hasn't he? If he, he if he had played more, he's missed twenty games. Has he this season? That's, that's a lot to miss. He's had a couple of big injuries. Matt, who are you going to say? I think Delph possibly is in for a shout. Yeah. I think Delph's only turned up the past six weeks. Is that when so. Sherwood's been in charge? Getting yeah. the best out of him? The Villa fans think he's been their best player this season. Yeah. He, he has, has to be doing something right to be able to he be started get an England well. squad. So. Yeah, he yeah. started well. And I think he's just been consistent with the rest, mm. haven't he? Well, yeah. in the, the start of the season... I don't think he's shone in, in loads of games. The start of the season, they're obviously really struggling. They had some poor results, and it's probably easier to stand out in a in a team like that, just showing just work rate, which Delphi usually always does. But now but probably, results are coming together. It's kind of been highlighted a bit more. probably a bit more reliable now, I think as opposed to... in terms to of young players... Who are we looking at? I've got a few down here. Jack Grealish. I don't well, think Grealish has he's, not, he's, only play, he's not played in there, and I hate his hair. Damari Gray. Yeah, Gray, good yeah, very shout. good season. Very good shot. Yeah. I, w- I would give Berahino a shout for. Oh, you've got to give Berahino a shout. He scored 18 goals this year. I mean, we've got to get six six for each. So Yeah, but, well, I'm back to player of the year, so I'll come back to you. about Liam Lawrence has been brought up a lot of times, captain in Shrewsbury down yeah, in League yeah. 2. And um, 
Ryan Woods at Shrewsbury is a midfielder with him. In yes. fact, as a, as a pair, he's, he's a young lad as well, isn't he? He's quite young. What yeah, about uh, Geddes from his run? Wait, Geddes at the worst there. If he'd have been, if he'd stopped bought, the season, yeah. we bought him out weekly for about two. Yeah, we did actually. He's, he's the scoring goals left, right, and centre. So is Mangan at Shrewsbury as well. Exactly. Pope, one of your. Pope, Pope, but, um, well. Tom Pope. Pope. Yeah, Tom Pope. Yeah, out, was he out for quite a while with an injury? He was, yeah. Um, you, sorry, bro. Birmingham was going to come on to as Go well. You can definitely come on to them. About Gray, but I think that Donaldson's had an excellent season just as a, yeah. just working the line. Sometimes Tyler's. I'm not the goal scorer, but when you watch him, effort's fantastic. I think um, second half of the season, who's the guy you signed? Michael so? Morrison. Michael yeah. Morrison. I think he'd be in the shout had he been there all year. Yeah. What do you think? We'd really change the way Blues are playing. We'd lose 8 0 to Bournemouth. We like, he signs Michael Morrison, and I think yeah. we conceded like three and four or five yeah. games. I think the same could probably be said for Dominic Samuel, Coventry. Yeah, Coventry, yeah. Because yeah. since, since they brought him in, he's been go- scoring a lot of goals, and if they do stay up. He's only he 21. Could, yeah, he's he could right. arguably be one of the main reasons that they yeah. do stay. Well, that was a, a good discussion. I'll collate all those and then we're going to do a little awards kind of yeah. ceremony to finish round off the we first middle trophies. of the road. Actual... Yeah, there's a few bottles of wine. Nice to, uh, Rosette. A team in the season as well. A yeah, team of the season. And then we'll make them on FIFA and they can play the ultimate team 11. I'd yeah, like to make yeah. one flowers myself. One flowers would be well, just box simulate box. Yeah. We'll have it yeah. simulating in the background. Yeah, there you go. I'm already anticipating that. Moving on to player of the weekend, just a quick one who stood out for you at the weekend, Ryan Molesworth. I've actually gone for the whole of the Coventry if I'm allowed to do this. Um, no. No, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually gone your for point, the, the whole of the Coventry back five. Back five, okay. Yeah, who, okay. Um, they got a good point, played, didn't they? They got a good point against Bristol City, and actually... Oh, um, okay. Bristol City cruising there. They are I cruising. Did, but I did fancy commentary for a point of the week. But yeah. that was the, the um, <coughs> it was a pitch invasion at the end. At, well, a few, quite a few at, at, at Bristol yeah. City. It was obviously still a big day. They had, they'd had won the league. They won the league. The week yeah. before, didn't they? It was the first game that they'd won the league. So it was still a you know a, a decent oh, atmosphere they, there. And it was. Is they, that man still in his shed at Bristol City? Yeah, he is. <laughs> they guaranteed automatic promotion last week. Yeah, and then this this point this week. So they did obviously. I would have gone out yeah. to, to win the game, and but they actually watching the, the highlights. They actually, did there was Bristol City pretty much had no no massive clear cut chances. So Coventry did well. Coventry, I think, did well to, to keep them at bay. Josh Mitchell. Um, I think one of us had to. Uh, I got. I think Delph. Standout performance. He drove Villa to that way. Matt yeah, Collins. I also had Delph written down, but um, as always, you've got a backer. Yeah, a backer. I and thought. Really sh- did have a good game. Outstanding game, game for a young lad. Yeah, it, there was one moment when I think it was Vlad just hoofed it and went miles in the air, came down to Grealish and his first touch was literally incredible. Just down in one. It was one of those Berbatov moments. Moves look annoying there. Yeah, what would he do? Yeah. That and if he well, socks, he his says, ball. He, he says yeah, he has socks, his socks yeah. down for a uh, superstitious. superstitious reason. Yeah. That, that's probably because he's a jipper. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. He's got man. Irish descent, and uh, well, know. who do you think he'll choose, Ireland or England? I don't really care. Well, he's been. I've actually, I've actually had a read about him. His today. dad wants him to play for Ireland. He's been going he? here, there, and everywhere. He's been going probably for Ireland, and then Northern Ireland, and then he's had a break because he wants to think about his international future, and then yeah. gone back to Republic of Ireland, played at the next level up, and then he's had a, a break, and then he spoke to Southgate, and then they had a game behind closed doors. 
it with South him and Southgate. Just him and Southgate. <laughs> Take me on. It's the game of conkers. A couple of squashes. I like squash. I think it depends on how he develops. It'd be worth him not playing for a couple of years. Because if he if he chooses, because he's going to get he'd get an opportunity at Ireland quicker. Mm, again, he might uh, just choose. Oh, and they've got a chance Ireland. to go into the Euros I as well, Ireland, haven't they? I think he'll choose Ireland. So I think he'll choose Ireland. Just, Quick round, will he choose Ireland or England? Uh, Ireland. Well, well if he waits and becomes a good player, then he... Ireland or England? Ireland or England? Ireland or England or Grenada? Uh, I think he'll choose Ireland, but... Matt I'd, Collins? I'd like yeah, him to wait. Um, Grenada. Why wouldn't have him with those Roy. socks? No, no. All that haircut. You'd have a number one all over if he was in charge tip for next week one word two words and there's no room for St George's Purple two oh, words <laughs> it's a good job no one listens <laughs> Wolverhampton Wonders to beat Wigan Josh Mitchell Liverpool to beat your beloved West, West Brom Matt Collins I think I'm going to go um, over 2.5 goals in the Man City Aston Villa game and I'm going to go Man City Stoke to beat Sunderland but both teams to score <laughs> so put that on your racket and get the odds up there it, we move on to I can't speak what if you speak this from the weekend Ryan Molesworth um, uh, just watching the, the Villa-Liverpool game obviously, obviously at the end was, was quite disappointing but a lot of the fans are related don't know if you saw it yeah. the um, lad absolutely in tears I was watching it with my brother it's Glenn. It's Glenn Morris. He's one of my brother, brother's uh, good friends who is, seems to be quite quite famous on Facebook within the Villa community at the moment. Absolutely. Villa fan too. crime was twen- tw- twending? Uh, trending, trending on Twitter. Yeah, which is actually him. Um, I thought went on it. Nice to see his emotion, passionate for the game, passionate to see his fans. I will be giving him a bit of stick. Yeah, exactly. Josh Mitchell. Uh, I actually saw some um, some coverage of the MLS over the weekend. Yeah, have you watched like, the highlights package of uh, it? Yeah, some of that. I know what you're going to go for. I've seen it today. And there's a, f- a former Midlands player, former uh, Blues legend, Birmingham hero. Oh, I've seen it. Oh my what? god, have you seen it? Seen it. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> long ball, little, little. straight over the top, over Femi Martin's first touch with a cry. Oh my god, does it the defender? Absolutely spectacular. Like one of the best. To, yeah, yeah like it down. Puts him through on goal. I'd probably say goal of, goal of the century. Side foot's it it's up the there. <laughs> yeah. Matt Collins, what if he speaks just from the weekend? <laughs> yeah, well, me and you watched the, uh, the semi-final together, didn't we? Yeah. Aston Villa-Liverpool. Because uh, you've got a BT Sports package. I have actually got a BT Sports And I haven't, Mum. Sort it out. <laughs> and uh, we were just we had, having a word about the commentary team and oh, God, how we yeah. referred some to others. Anyway, we carried on listening to the game. Then at half-time, they did some analysis. And uh, Steve McManaman came on, and he actually uh, described one of the shots as a tonking. No. <laughs> and, uh, and then have we copyrighted that? <laughs> and it's I as actually, he sipped from his yeah mug. from his tonked mug. <laughs> so uh, no, I couldn't believe it because he didn't know they'd been dispatched. I mean, we have been joking about saying that we haven't got many listeners, but obviously Steve's been listening. So. Maybe not many listeners, but listeners in high places. Yeah. So BT Sport, if you're matter. listening, turn this into a video video podcast. Yeah, and we have got. A few cases of mugs ready to go now. So yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. First, see, first one dispatched to Stephen Manimal. Yeah, signed by all of us. So uh, just get in contact if you do need any. Uh, I've got to decide a winner, and I'm going to pick Matt Collins straight off the bat. Got a player in the middle of the level, great headline, and a lovely Steve McManaman tail. So congratulations, Matt. Thanks, Will. Well played, Josh. Cheers, Will. <laughs> and well done, Ryan. Cheers, sir. Uh, Josh, where can you find us if you want to speak to us on the uh, upper? 
at middle of the road. And if you want to get in contact with us on Twitter, if you go to M-O-T-R podcast. Right, thank you very much, lads. Thanks, Matt Collins. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Josh Mitchell. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Ryan Molesworth. Thanks, boys. And we'll see you all next week. Uh, 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 uh.